From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. Each week, we discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. I'm Annalise Hensel, in for Marty Michelson. Here's our latest conversation with J.R. Let's start off this week talking about the Republicans. They held their annual state convention this past weekend. And I would imagine that in addition to this being a time for the party to get together and talk about priorities and interests and goals and so forth, as the party would do every year, that there would be a certain amount of attention paid to moving toward next year's big elections, especially after the Republicans did not perform as well as they would have hoped in last fall's elections. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the discussion this past weekend was about looking ahead. Um, There are a couple of speakers who talked about the energy that they sensed in the venue. Uh, Also, there was a presentation that included uh, U.S. Senator Ron Johnson talking about this post-mortem Republicans did on 2018. And the conclusion of that report was that uh, the party became too reliant on advertising and consultants and kind of neglected the grassroots, kind of local parties or local activists and those folks felt slighted and weren't as enthused about turning out last fall as they'd been in years past. And so they're vowing to not make that mistake again. Part of the presentation that Ron Johnson made was that he wants to have a bring like a corporate-like structure to the party, that the uh, state GOP would be the corporate headquarters, essentially, and set certain standards and do best practices and you know kind of send recommendations to the local parties. And those local parties would be the ones who carry things out and be like franchises. And he also stressed there'd be a, an expectation of accountability with that kind of setup as well. So this is really, you know, trying about dusting themselves off of what happened in 2018, getting ready for 2020. And they used the Brian Hagedorn election for U.S. or state Supreme Court, I'm sorry, in April as kind of a rallying cry about, look, you know, once the, the activist base got energized and got enthused about that contest, it changed things. And that they're pointing at that as an example of what can happen when they have their stuff together and they're excited about things. What kind of reaction was there to the report on how Republicans could do things differently based on what they learned last fall and to Senator Johnson's suggestions about how the party structure should be changed? Well, you know, there wasn't a lot of comment from the audience during that presentation, but you got the sense from watching folks that they were agreed they very much bought into the idea that the grassroots needs to be more of a focus for the state GOP, that they have been neglected last year, so a lot of heads nodding when they talked about people who didn't feel as enthused last year because they felt like they hadn't was engaged as much. And so, you know, we'll see if that works going forward, but it was absolutely a, a focus for those guys of how do they get the get things back on track after what happened last fall. Well, we check in regularly with you on the latest to come out of the Joint Finance Committee as it works on the next year's biennial budget. What are some of the most significant things that have come from that panel in the last week? Well, they've been kind of chugging along on, you know, smaller things. The real thing to watch this week is going to be uh, on Thursday, they will vote on K-12 public education. This is really a key cog of the budget. One, Governor Evers um, wanted to put about $1.4 billion into public K-12 education. Uh, Republicans said they're going to do an increase for education, but not that much. The question is, what's the number? Because once you pick that number things help to start falling into place from there because it's really a key thing. Do, you, do they want to start funding two-thirds of school costs again? Do they want to do something as significant as they did in this past budget, uh, the 2017-19 budget that Republicans were in charge of? Uh, they did $640 million more for schools. You know, where's that number going to fall? And once you get that out of the way, 
Then you can see a roadmap to getting the budget done by mid-June out of that committee on the floor of both houses end of June, and then off the governor's desk. The caveat to that is they still don't have an answer on transportation. They're talking about it. They're trying to figure things out. But there's still a, a, a divide among Republicans in the Assembly and the Senate over whether to do a revenue increase for transportation, i.e. a gas tax hike or increasing registration fees, for example, or if they should you know, borrow more money, uh, which doesn't sit well with some people because right now about 20 cents or so of every dollar goes in the transportation fund just pays off debt, and that's it. That's twice the, twice the market was at like a decade or so ago. So there are some folks who don't feel like that's the appropriate way to go, but then you start talking about a gas tax hike instead, and it makes other people nervous. So that's the, the big thing Republicans figure out is what to do about transportation. That's WisPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.